astute fantasy hockey GMs know the angles to take to make sure their squads are in peak shape. And on today's episode, we're breaking down one of the angles that you need to dominate. Bottom six, beauties. Players own 20% or less that still get it done. Big time bets. Thank you for joining us for the Wednesday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hockey heads, fantasy fanatics, and degenerate gamblers, stand up, unite. It's your show, the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Wednesday edition. Thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Steele, there's a lot that you and I have to cover on this show. We cover every single team in the NHL. A lot of takes, a lot of previews, a lot of predictions. But there's some angles that you and I have to come on here and take that I think are the key to really building a good fantasy squad. I alluded to it right off the top. On today's episode, we're taking a look at bottom six beauties. Today's NHL steal, actually, that one through four line has never been more in flux, but most teams still run a system of four lines, one through four. And in this league, you know, in these fantasy leagues that you and I are in, sometimes there is really not a lot to go out there when you're looking at additions, holes to fill. So I think today's angle, 20% are owned or less. Players you and I like bring fantasy value, bring value to their team on the ice, and of course going to bring a lot of value to what we're doing on today's episode. That will be wrapped up with big time bets at the end of the episode. 14 games on Wednesday's board. Steel, my friend, break this down for me. A couple of your favorite bottom six beauties. I know you know there's some names on here that I'm going to go back to the well on, but what do you got? Who are you looking at? Because these players can really be the difference. Yeah, and I, I was trying to look at players that I haven't really talked uh recently on or haven't talked a lot about over the last you know six months and this is a player that we talked frequently about actually last season and I want to go to back to Mr. Dependable Adam Henrique of the Anaheim Ducks eight nice. percent rostered right now three goals nine points in 17 games he's got 25 shots 17 blocks and 12 hits on pace to blow past a few of those categories from last year uh in, in a, and he's been in doing so he's uh in a reduced role you know from the perspective of playing he's down to the third line he's also gone from 18 minutes of average ice time last season uh to under 16 minutes this season so far so he's been given a little bit of a reduced role on uh the playing surface but not a reduced role for how important he is to be a guide and a mentor to some of these young centers for the anaheim ducks like leo mm. carlson and mason mctavish and sure. you know uh and, and trevor zegers as well i know he's injured right now or has been uh, injured uh, a lot of the time so far this season. But Adam Henrique is one of those guys, you know, I talked about that he can move up and down the lineup and play with whoever, play well with whoever he's playing with uh, on that line. So for me, Adam Henrique, got to start off with him below 10% right now. He's at 8% and he's getting it mm -hmm. done in, uh, in a reduced role. Gotta love what's going on in Anaheim right now. Up front, especially, they have a nice little mix going on of balanced veteran skill and young upcoming talent. 
and it's clicking right now for this Ducks team, considering they were basically at the bottom of the barrel of every single category that mattered over the last two seasons. They are leaps and bounds better. Not ready to call them a playoff team just yet, Steele, but give my boy Lukas Dostal another year to get his legs under him. I'm not going to go down that path, but I love that you're highlighting Adam Henrique, and I think one of the things I just wanted to get off my chest first about every single player that I'm going to talk about, I got four names to mention, two of them play together, Steele is I'm also buying into what's going on on these teams and on the lines that they play on. And I'll start with Yanni Gord in Seattle Steel, owned at only 9% on Yahoo and 4% on ESPN. Yanni Gord's story is one of the best in the NHL. He had a journey to get to the NHL. Absolutely love this player. Dynamo at five foot nine steal. Three goals, six assists, 28 pims, 36 shots on net. He fills out the categories, 13 uh, blocks, 26 hits. I love what this guy does. And when you look at the line he's on, Oliver Gorkstrand and Eli Tolvanen on his flanks. I like that line a lot in Seattle. I think the book is out on Seattle this year, Steele. I mentioned them as an Enigma team. I can't really put my finger on what they're going to be. But they're up there in terms of above-average squads in the West. So I love this value. Good team, good line, and a really good player who, in, I believe, his minutes are on the rise too, Steele. That's another thing with these players. Yeah, they're 20% or under. He's eating almost 18 minutes of ice time per night. So maybe in deeper leagues, these are the exact kind of players that you want on your squad to augment the obvious bigger names that you want to anchor your club. And that's exactly what we're trying to do on this episode, trying to find oh. some of, not the hidden gems, but those hidden depth players that can really yeah. help uh, the success for your weekly matchups and your, and your roster as well. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, a couple of players you know, I'm kind of, again, trying to find players that I haven't talked a lot about and players yeah. that I've also uh, picked up off the waiver wire in the last week exactly. or so. And one of those guys that I've picked up uh, at the beginning of the week or at the end of last week, actually, was Nick Bukestad of the Arizona Coyotes. Yes, 7% right now. Three goals, 11 points in 18 games. The peripherals are pretty solid. 31 shots, 15 blocks, and 23 hits. He's getting the Banger League beauty out of him. He's got 20 penalty minutes on the season. He's on the second power play unit. Mm. He's on the first penalty kill uh, penalty kill unit. And we know a couple of times that the Coyotes like to take some chances on the PK when they have that opportunity. Sure. So again, for for me, trying to trying to go out of the uh, norm for what I've looked at for player wise and trying to find those those hidden those hidden players who can really help you uh, on a weekly uh, weekly matchup. I absolutely love that you brought up both Bukestad and Henrique. They would definitely make my honorable mentions. These guys are veterans, too, if we're talking about it. And, of course, yeah, we're looking at this with the fantasy angle. But also sometimes, Steele, when it comes to those last couple of pieces on your bench or the last couple of pieces you're filling out your roster, you're going to have to really get creative. And, yeah, of course, there's a bit of luck to this whole thing, most definitely. But why not buy into Nick Bukestad's been getting it done as a, top, as a bottom six forward basically his whole career to pretty good success. And, yes, of course, he's on the Arizona Coyotes but he's had a good start and he's playing with some pretty good young pieces around him. So make sure you're reading into the situations. Make sure the deployment is what you like. You're going to like the rest of how these epi this episode is deployed, Steel, because I got a couple of nice names that honestly, you said it so nicely, I go to as well. I love keeping the waiver wire hot with some of these exact names, depending on your format. They're probably not out there, 
but the format of the rest of this episode will be straight flames wrapping it up with big time bets for Wednesday's busy 14 game NHL betting board stealing are trying to keep this money train rolling today's episode is brought to you by sleeper a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities a player on your favorite team could pop 50 your favorite team could hoist Lou Stanley's mug and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey baby because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests what you what we like most about the app steel and i love that you can bet on everything from of course the nhl nfl nba mlb cfb all on sleeper that multi-functionality of the app gotta connect with the other fans i love chirp and steel on there and your entries can all be made in under one minute Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day. We got to talk about this every single episode because locked on has launched Mm -hmm. the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. We got you 24-7 every Mm -hmm. single minute of the day. We appreciate all of the love and support you show us every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe, follow button, and five-star review. We really do appreciate it, and hopefully we can get reach our goal of 1,500 subs by the end of 2023. That would be an absolute uh, beautiful way to end off uh, a spectacular year so far. Moving forward, though, with some hidden gems, some hidden targets on the yep. waiver wire, rostered below 20%. Thank you. I'm going to go to a team that well, – not really a team, but okay. a coach – that I've vented a lot about, and that's uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Here Gotta we go. go. To the Philadelphia Flyers. Here we go. I want to talk about Joel Farabee, who I've actually picked up in two of my uh, fantasy leagues. He's been on my team for the last two weeks, and he's been pretty solid so far. Seven, seven goals, yes. fourteen points total. Uh, fourteen point total in eighteen games this season. He's on pace for a career high sixty four points, which is well above the thirty nine points. Uh, a couple seasons ago, he's on pace to crush his career high in shots of over 170 this season, all while playing two minutes of average, uh, less two minutes less of average ice time from the year prior. And I think a lot of his success so far this year comes from the different mindset and mentality and uh, that he was using last year. You know, mm. not as temperamental. He's not as flustered when making decisions with the puck. He's not taking bad penalties or chasing guys around to finish bad hits. You know, he's only been in the box one time this season compared to 22 times last year. So Good point. he's making the smart decisions. Good he's point. staying out of the box. He's not putting his team a man down and, and uh, putting them at a disadvantage. And he's he's staying in the right mindset where at times last year, you could see the frustration, uh, frustration boiling, uh, you know, through all of his emotions on the ice. So for me, Joel mm. Farabee's been pretty solid for the first two months this season. Only I like it. At 12% and 14 points in 18 games. He's getting it done. Absolutely love that you brought this up. And you made a really, really good point on another episode earlier this week. By the way, make sure you check out the YouTube channel and smash that subscribe button. But 
you made the excellent point that Cam Atkinson and Sean Couturier's return to this lineup steal has really done wonders, not only for its immediate on-ice success, but it's really allowing all these young guys to do their thing. Morgan Frost yeah. has looked really, really good. I really like what they have going on with Owen Tippett up there as well. Travis Sanheim on the back end is finally proving his worth. And I think a lot of it has to do with that steadying presence of both Atkinson and especially Sean Couturier, who we know can play a really good full 200-foot game. One of the best two-way centers in the business over the last number of seasons when he's healthy. And right now they are. And look at this team go. They have been one of the bigger surprises to start the season. And I know they're still a young team. The back end could use some work. But Carter yep. Hart has looked good, even though he's been a bit banged up. So kudos to you for bringing this up because I think there's going to be a few other pieces that you might be able to snag off that Flyers team on the come up steal. Speaking of which, you and I, I said off the top of the episode, lots of <laughs> predictions, lots of previews went out there. One of the ones that I was buying into, though, was the success of this Winnipeg Jets club. And right now, one of the biggest reasons for this Jets' success is their ability to roll three really good lines. Yeah, you can make the argument for their fourth line, but the top nine in Winnipeg right now, there's not many other teams out there that are rolling with this kind of effectiveness. And I'm looking at that third line steal and Adam Lowry, Mason Appleton, and Nito Niederreiter. All three of those guys could have made this list, but I'm looking specifically right now at Adam Lowry. And I really do think this was a really good idea by the Winnipeg Jets to throw the C on this guy's jersey because, and I know that doesn't bring any tangible points to your fantasy squad, but I love this guy's game steal. He plays with a little bit of edge. He gets 18 penalty minutes, two goals, nine assists so far on the year. He's got, he's not a shooter. He's got only 18 shots, but he blocks shots as well, Steel, and I really like his effectiveness. He's the kind of player, honestly, that if you were able to augment your big stars, your big names on your roster with the kind of players like Adam Lowry, you're probably sitting real pretty on this season and just to bring it back to the overall success of this Winnipeg Jets team. Only five teams in the NHL have scored more goals than them this year, Steel, and that's the Canucks. Lightning, Kings, Knights, and Avalanche. So this offensive unit is clicking, and the balance depth is really, really a big part of it. There is a few players from this team that we could probably talk about on this list. Yes, who sir. Have just been very, uh, very excellent so far this season. I've got two more players. I'm just going to talk about one real quick because I've yeah. talked about him a lot recently. Okay. I got to mention him though, Oliver Bjorkstrand. Yes, he, I, I am cheating a little bit here because he is rostered His ownership. above twenty yeah. percent. He's at thirty-two percent okay. rostered right now, but he is in the bottom six. He is one of those guys that can move up and down. I like it. We're stretching it, but that's okay. I like it. But he is he is on that third line with Yanni yep. Gord. He's got six. Six goals, 15 points. He shoots the puck a lot. He gets it done on the power play. Mm-hmm. A lot of it on five on five as well. But I really just like his game. Me and too. my last player before I throw it back over to you uh, is Tyler Myers, another defenseman that I've picked up a few times this season. Two okay. goals, 19 points in 19 games. He's on pace for 40 points, which, which would be the second highest of his career and probably the high. it, it will be the highest uh, since his rookie season with the Buffalo Sabres putting up 48 points that season. But he's doing pretty good, again, in a reduced role. The last, actually pretty much the entire the entirety of his career, he's been mm-hmm. above 21 minutes of average ice time. He's yeah. now down to 18 and a half minutes of average ice time this season with the Vancouver Canucks. And it's it's helping him with his overall game. 
uh, both ways on the ice. You know, he's got a decent amount of peripheral stats, 21 shots, 36 blocks and 28 hits. So the peripherals are very nice. He's getting some penalty minutes. If that's what helps, uh, if that's one of the categories in your leagues, he's a plus 10, which is going to help again, which is why one of the reasons why I picked him up because the plus minus is a category in my league. So overall, through the uh, different categories that that Tyler Myers can provide. He's bringing a little bit of offense. He's bringing some penalty minutes. He's bringing those peripheral stats, hits, blocks, and shots, and he's getting it done all over the ice right now. So I really like Tyler Myers, and then I picked him up in a couple of leagues. Straight up and down, hats off to Rick Tockett, who has turned yes. this Vancouver club and culture all the way around 360. And yeah, it's still got a lot of time in this season's deal for things to turn around. But right now, with Thatcher Demko in net, Quinn Hughes on the blue line and them being able to have two offensive elite lines up front. That's all you need really to go on a serious run for that cup. So I'm not ready to throw cup contender <laughs> on their title just yet. Me personally, but Oh boy, are people out West already drinking that Kool-Aid deep steel before we get to break and drink some Kool-Aid on the bet front. I'll throw out my final player and I'm cheating a bit too here, steel. And this is where ownership numbers really are can be a finicky thing because Philip Deneau is owned at 17% on Yahoo. But when you look at him on ESPN steel, he's owned at 41%. So I'm cheating a little bit on this one too. But you, again, brought up the point that these are players that you and I go to in tough spots where they're reliable. We like what they bring on the ice. And usually that translates into some fantasy success. And for a guy like Philip Deneau, this guy is just all regularly in the top 10 in Selkie voting. We talked about a 200-foot game. This is another player who has that 200-foot game. And right now, Steele, taking a look at his deployment, playing right in the middle with Kevin Fiala and Trevor Moore on a really good LA Kings squad. This goes to the point that I mentioned earlier as well. The deployment and the mix where all of those things play into the bottom six beauty in all of these players – Philip Deneau on the season this year, a little bit of everything for you, Steele. Four goals, eight assists, four penalty minutes, okay, 42 shots on net. The other night he had three block shots. He can do a little bit of everything, and I just really do like what he can do for this lineup in terms of being a steadying presence. Philip Deneau, really good backup peripheral piece for your center roster. I quite don't understand why he's rostered so low because he brings it offensively. He brings it uh, with a couple of those different categories as well. Yeah. It's one of those players. Again, we talk about him so he's much. He's a first round about, draft pick steal 26 yep. overall back in 2011. Just throwing it out there. We, we talk about the LA Kings. We talk about some of these players quite frequently. And again, it just doesn't, doesn't seem like any, a lot of people out there are getting the message that we're throwing mm -hmm. down, but Hey, that's hey, okay. We're trying. We're trying out here. We're doing our best. We're going to do our best moving forward with big time bets as well. Get back on the money train is yes. what we do best on big time bets. But first, this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash locked on NHL and get on your way to being your best self. This time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some type of sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those negative feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded and give you back the tools to manage everything going on in your life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. 
Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNHL today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to hit that subscribe, leave a follow, and a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. And let's get over to big-time bets, where the money is made flip. I've got two picks from the same game and then one to end off the night. But I really do want to hear from you first and uh, at least two of your picks if you want to uh, rattle off all three of them. I'll do two because they're from the same game. And honestly, Steele, we've been hot right now. I'm not even trying to pump our own tires. Wins are wins, baby. And I'm feeling it right now. So I'm liking these picks. First one, Vancouver at Colorado. We're talking a lot about this Vancouver Canucks team. Where do you think, if if you were just a guest, Steele, I'm going to... A, a total here. What would you guess I'm going to in a Vancouver, Colorado game? I'd have to guess the over. It's got to be the over, over six and a half minus 123. And when you look at these numbers, both of these teams are involved in a ton of high scoring games right now. The, and the numbers back it up. Five of the last six of Vancouver's over the number. Seven of the last eight games of Colorado overall over the number. And for some reason, when Colorado plays in the Western Conference, it's always high scoring. Seven straight games against Western Conference opponents over the total. I know that last stat was a little bit sketch, but I'm <laughs> feeling it. Give me the over at a minus 123. Gorgiev is struggling a little bit right now, Steele, and he's having a tendency to have these blow-up games and then the Colorado Avalanche come back and blow the doors off the team the next night. Even if they get somewhere in between, I'm still seeing three or four goals for each team anyway. Gotta bring up a player, speaking of which, that we haven't talked about very much. How about Valerie Nachushkin on a little bit of a heater here, Steele? Seven goals, eight assists for 15 points in 17 games. And right now, on a four-game goal streak with goals in, uh, against the National Predators, Dallas Stars, and yeah. Ducks and Seattle Kraken, I'm really liking Nachushkin's game. Multi-point nights in the last three. So give me Valerie Nachushkin anytime point. The odds are out there fluctuating. But I'm really liking a big night for the Colorado Avalanche, a high-scoring one involving Valerie Nachushkin. I guess that's where I'm going to have to start off then with that Colorado Avalanche game against the Vancouver Canucks. I'm going with the player prop myself as well, but it's going to be Nathan McKinnon anytime goal. He's been mm. goalless in five straight games right now. He's been rock solid. He's been, he's been playmaking. He's been getting it done with the apples, but it's been too long for Nathan McKinnon without a goal. So I'm going to go on a hunch here and say McKinnon buries one against those Vancouver Canucks. That's actually going to be my lock of the night as well. But my Ooh. two picks come from the same game here. I'm going to the Rangers money line against the Pittsburgh Penguins sure. and the Rangers Penguins under six, uh, six and a half in this matchup. Rangers are rock solid. I know they got, uh, you know, they got not embarrassed, but they lost a pretty decent matchup yeah. against the Dallas Stars. Six they to got three. slapped around. Yep. Yeah, they, it would have been six to two, but uh, Goudreau scored a late goal uh in the in the third period but nonetheless rangers are eight one and one in their last 10 games the penguins are dealing with some injuries right now to brian russ ricard raquel and a few others and also Mm. in the last eight matches between these two teams have gone under the number so rangers money line rangers penguins under six and a half and then the lock of the night nathan mckinnon anytime goal against the canucks 
I feel like player props on the Colorado Avalanche are almost where to go every single yeah. night. <laughs> Kale McCarr, anytime assist. And Nathan the Canucks Mc... player props too. They've been a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Which is exactly why I'm buying into the over here steal. Yeah. If there's any of my picks that I would add into a parlay and not bet them straight up, it would be the Vancouver, Colorado situation. Lock of the night though. A player that is gotta be a whole lot better, and he's got 15 points in 15 games, and it's Connor McDavid. And look, <laughs> this is obviously still, in my opinion, the best player in the game. Is it the best player right now today? You could probably still make that argument, but there'd be a good conversation around it. However, all I'm trying to get at is, is Connor McDavid anytime assist is my lock of the night. And I, the Edmonton Oilers have had their struggles, right? But Connor yeah. McDavid is coming on here. He's been in the media talking about his poor play. This isn't going to last for Connor McDavid. I don't know what's going to happen for the Edmonton Oilers overall steal, but I am very confident that this kid is still going to be right there in the mix in the top three for the Art Ross. He's going to be right there in the mix for the heart because in a, in a second, and no pun intended, in a heartbeat, he can double this point total in a matter of games. He can have four, five, six-point nights. He just hasn't done it yet, but I think he starts doing it into Carolina on Wednesday night. A tough spot for this Edmonton Oilers team, so you might not be loving it. Also, Edmonton, three wins out of their last 10 against the Carolina Hurricanes, but I think this is one of those games, steal that I swear to you, swear down, fam. If they lose this one, they're in real, real trouble because I could smell a prolonged losing streak. I think they need to come out and blow the doors off of Carolina. We'll see what happens, but I'm loving Connor McDavid to answer the bell. Connor McDavid, anytime assist, is my lock of the night. It's just one of those games that we're all waiting for right now for Connor McDavid to open it's the true. doors and really just uh, blow by everybody in yep. this, in the uh, NHL point leader standings. Because you're right, because at any, at any given time, he can pop off for four points or five points. We just have not yet seen it this season, but we're waiting. Correct. We're being patient. It's coming. We're not too far gone on the Edmonton Oilers, but hopefully they can turn things around against the Carolina Hurricanes. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. And again, make sure you go to Locked On. They have launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And again, thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow.